You're listening to a podcast made the Johnsonville way. All right, and that's how we're starting today, folks. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. I am your host, one of them, Joe Horsemeyer. And, and I am Jeff Rouse. Wow, jumping right <laughs> on it today. <laughs> Woo! Jeff, how was your weekend? Uh, it was good, but uh was not nearly as eventful as yours. Yeah, you're right. The only thing similar we did, we both bowled. We bowled? We both bowled. That's kind of weekend. ironic, because I don't bowl ever. It had been a long time, and the kids were just going to bowl, and I was like, no, no, no. I want to bowl too. My whole right side feels it. Oh. Is that an indication? I of think at one point, like my shoulder just popped off. Like, yeah, I was. I had to go to like the kid's pink seven pound ball. It may not have been good that I was doing full windmills though. <laughs> no, that's because you're trying to wreck the place. <laughs> you bowl like my son, where he, like he throws it up and then it, like lands halfway down the lane. <laughs> Boom! And I'm like, bro, you need to. You need to learn a bowl. Uh, well, actually, for bowling tips, go back. <laughs> I think it's one of our first episodes. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, oh, I cannot remember his name. I'll have to do some research. But his dad, like, basically started bowling. Yeah. Like, he was like a superstar. The, yeah, he was a bowling superstar. Anyways, we're not here to talk about bowling today. No, 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 no. We're here Something to totally talk. different. To- well, <laughs> it, it involves a ball. One ball made of leather, though. Anyway, we'll, we'll get to it in the off-the-clock story. Before we do that, though, we're going to introduce the one and only TJ Franklin. Woo! Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> TJ, welcome. welcome to Off the Clock. How the heck are you? I'm doing quite swell, actually. Good. How well, have you guys been? Well, we, I mean, you don't want to know. You really don't want to <laughs> know. <laughs> Uh, but it's been good talking with you off mic and uh, finding all the fun things that you have been doing here at Johnsonville. So how about that? You jump into your on-the-clock story. So where have you been at Johnsonville, and where are you today? Um, Started here 2007 <laughs> as a staff associate. Okay. Wow. So, yeah, taking it way back, starting at the bottom, working, my, working my way up a little bit. I am you know? surprised how many people actually do start as staff and, like, slowly make their way. That's up the, up interesting the that you say that because I started right off the street. I was not staff. And when me I too. say that, a lot of people are like, really? Yeah, you didn't too. start as staff? I so think, I think maybe not so much now, but like in 2007, that was how you started at Johnsville. Yeah, you almost had right. to be staff. Right? I came for a yeah. summer job. Longest <laughs> summer job of my life. Right. <laughs> so many people say that. So yeah. many people. Yeah. And by the way, staff management, ladies and gentlemen, is the organization that we partner with to fill staffing needs. So staff management is that company. So yeah. that's where that's coming from. Okay, so you started in staff 2007. Yep. And then where, where were you starting there as staff? All over the place? Uh, or? No, I was at Countryside. Okay. Started out hand soaking, so... Oh, it's nice. a good time, yeah, nice. yeah, right. Man, you Long time ago, right man. There. <laughs> right there with the casings. And then uh, got hired on 2008. Okay, been at Countryside the whole time. You one of those 2008 warriors? You know it. That's me too. I have done some work in all yeah, the planes, pretty much. But yeah, yeah, primary jobs always been at Countryside. Okay, so. very good. And 
what difference? So now you're a uh, team leader, correct? Team lead. Okay. Team lead, uh, first shift relief crew. Started out on second shift, was on second shift for a good 12 years. Had some kids, they started getting older. Yeah, so, as they do. Yeah. Don't want to miss out on their good fun stuff. Ended mm-hmm. up going to first shift five years ago, six years ago. Nice. Mm-hmm. So okay. came right. on to first shift as just a regular, regular production worker. Worked my way back into leadership, and now I'm in charge of first shift relief crew. So there we go. Good to see you. Yeah. Good so what you. what would you say is your favorite part about working at Johnsonville? Uh, my favorite part personally is the growth opportunities. Um. I have been offered other jobs since I've been there, but that's kind of the one that makes me stay there. Yeah. Uh, the culture that they've built there and just worked my way up through a couple jobs there. Like I said, I started out through staff as a hand soaker, got hired on a year later. So that was the first growth opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I learned about Johnsonville's culture to begin with, just the Johnsonville way and what we do there. Um, really bought into that, kind of struck a chord in my heart. So yeah. that's what kept me there. Been offered some other jobs, making more money, but... Mm-hmm. The culture itself and the opportunity for growth is what really kept me there. Nice. Very good. Are you, what other, uh, you're a part of a couple different teams now, right? Oh, yeah. What, what um, teams are you all a part of? <laughs> uh, I'm in charge of the best place to work team at Countryside. Okay. Um, do a lot of events and recognition things, a lot of community outreach. Okay. Um, I really believe in the community outreach part. Nice. Puts our name out there in a good way, so mm-hmm. can't go wrong there. Um also involved so many actually (laughs) recruiting council member for countryside um when covid hit right recruiting hit strong everywhere yeah yeah labor force kind of shrunk a little bit so started looking at new avenues for recruitment Mm -hmm. across the whole network um johnsonville way in action team basically what is what is your idea of the johnsonville way you can ask anybody that you probably get a different answer from everyone it's true um, this team is basically put in place to help notify other members of a certain individual that we feel is truly living the Johnsonville way. Okay. So there will cool. be yearly awards for that. That's awesome. A little sneak peek of something coming up. <laughs> I had, I had heard a little <laughs> bit about something like this. Yeah. 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 And that every facility has one of those teams, right? Or is it? They have a member on the team. Okay, okay. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Okay. So you're talking even a big, that's a much bigger organizational team oh, than yeah. just a countryside team. Yep, yep. Okay, cool. And then I'm also part of the Johnsonville Love Your Neighbor team, which will be kicking off here pretty soon. And nice. that's probably the biggest team I'm a part of. Yeah. So nice. that's cross-functional. It has Harvest Facility members, members from every plant, Global Tech Center, members from everywhere. That's awesome. So and that, that one's going to be all about people helping people, Johnsonville members helping other Johnsonville members. Uh, one thing that I'm very proud about for growth and opportunity, that's one of the best opportunities I think I've had here in my career. So after that quick little break there, uh, Jeff was feverishly looking this up, but it was Mike Anthony's episode with the bowling. His dad's name is Carl Anthony. He was literally like famous for bowling. But yeah. anyways... Again, not here to talk about bowling. We're here to talk about <laughs> TJ's off Great the Great segue. I, know. I just wanted to make sure. Throwing balls to throwing balls. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> um, but TJ, your off-the-clock story has to do with coaching just like you do at work, right? Coaching football. <laughs> coaching football. Oh, yeah. Whoop, whoop. 
So what are you doing? Where are you coaching? I mean, what NFL team has you? You know, all the good things. <laughs> yeah, you know, crazy. being from Wisconsin, you won't hear this too often, but I'm a Chargers fan. You're a Chargers <laughs> fan. And where was the genesis there? Where where did that come from? Um, I played high school and college football myself. Okay. Coming out of high school, which this, this will date me. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. I watched way more college football than NFL okay. coming out of high school. Uh, Drew Brees and LaDainian Tomlinson were two of my favorite players in college huh. both ended up in the same team my heart was sold right then and there wow yep, so and you st you stayed on them yep, ever since yep okay. even they left and i even had people ask me then well those are your two guys man they're both gone now you gonna you come back to the packers side no i cheer for the packers second they're my second favorite team okay. right, right. We always, afc nfc yeah so we I always cheer say 99 percent of the time <laughs> my <laughs> nfc team yep yep yeah. once every two years i gotta go against them but mm -hmm. so you're coaching for the chargers then Oh, I wish. That's where, that's where I was going with it. One day, maybe. <laughs> I'm currently coaching at Sheboygan North High School. Sheboygan North, okay. Which that, more recently the is Viking. What, what are they? Raiders. 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 Okay. I know they were. You know, people with swords. I don't know. We're Whatever. a playoff team now, though, baby. Are you really? Yeah. First Good time idea. in 16 years. Last year. So. Wow. All right. Turn the corner there. Uh, lost in the first round. Oh, uh, well, you yeah. still got in there. Hey, <laughs> but we made it. You just yeah. oh, keep building on yep, it, right? Yep. Uh, we, we got a really tough draw first round of the playoffs. Um, Wanakee was Division two state champs the year oh, wow. before. Okay. Their freshman class enrollment was pretty big. Oh. It kind of bumped them into D1 this year, actually. That's oh, how wow. big it was. And that's who we drew week one. So Interesting. Okay. They're a pretty good team, pretty solid program. I would like to get into just how the, the – the divisions break down and all that, right? Is that what they're called? Yeah, divisions? Yep, yeah. Because, yep. um, like, when when I when I think when we were in high school, they were completely different than they are now. But whatever. Um, when did you start coaching football? Five years ago. Five years ago. And I've, always at Sheboygan North? Nope. Uh, okay. It's my first year at North, actually. Okay. So I, you were the reason they got into the, the You know, the I would love to say it, but I can't take all the credit for that one. <laughs> um Prior to coaching at North, I coached youth football in fifth and sixth grade for Sheboygan Youth Football. Okay. Well, fifth and sixth grade. <laughs> yeah. That's my kid's age. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this would have been four years ago, 2017. Okay. 2017, 2018, 2019, 20, nah, 2018. Okay. 2018. Okay. So your kid got onto it, so you thought, I'll, was there an opening, or you like, hey, I really want to coach my kid? Or um, So I had co coaching opportunities offered to me. Just uh, I played college football at Lakeland College here in the area. So I knew a bunch of guys that were coaching, always asked me if I was interested in coaching. At the time, I was working second shift. You can't do so that. So no. couldn't make it to any practices, mm -hmm. could only make it to games. Yeah. Um, five years ago, six years ago, I went to first shift, and that's what really opened oh, up the okay. opportunity for coaching. Nice. Okay. So my first year on first shift, I, I think I had – Maybe two or three coaching opportunities right out the gate. Wow! Okay. Luckily, one of them was where my kid was going to play, so okay. that was that was the clear, obvious winner in choice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah hey, I can coach my kid's team. I'll go there, right? So, we so were in. No, I'm sorry. Go keep going. Keep going. We were at uh, Sheboygan Youth Football. He previously played tackle football at the YMCA. Oh, okay. Yeah, they start a little earlier than Sheboygan Youth Football for tackle. Fifth grade for him. He's a freshman currently was when I came to first shift. So I coached his fifth grade team and sixth grade team at Sheboygan Youth, uh, 2017, 2018, mm -hmm. 2019, COVID hit, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Sheboygan Youth, 
canceled. Yeah, you know, the whole wow. season canceled. Yeah. Um, luckily, I was kind of I knew a bunch of people coaching in the area. I had Sheboygan Falls reach out to me right away. Oh, kind of said, "Hey, we heard you're not coaching anywhere. We heard your kid's not playing anywhere." Luckily for my son, he's pretty good at football. So uh, it was kind of a a package deal there. They said they kind of knew if they could get me to come coach there, he would come play there. So we went to Falls for seventh grade, so we wouldn't have a lost season. Um, Unfortunately, probably half the games got canceled, but we still got half a season. Right? There's a lot of kids that had no development that year. So just keeping you on place, getting them reps on pace, and getting the reps in was huge for that season. Um, in eighth grade, I kind of let him pick, you want to go back to Sheboygan or do you want to stay at Falls, oh, okay. right? Falls was very big on recruitment there. So they want to wow. know for high school especially. Yeah, they got a big program <laughs> right? there. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're known. Um, I grew up in Milwaukee area, actually. When I was in high school, we actually played Falls. It was one of the teams that we wow. played, which yeah. was okay. pretty cool. It was kind of coming full circle when I went to coach there, funny. right? Yeah. I was like, yeah. man, I remember playing these guys in high school. Right, right. So uh, that was a pretty neat opportunity just for me. As an individual, mm-hmm. but uh, he chose to stay in Falls for eighth grade. He okay. liked it there, liked his experience there. Um, unfortunately, kind of going back to the division thing, Falls is a way smaller division than Sheboygan North. Sure. So I didn't give him the opportunity to choose freshman year. <laughs> <laughs> Although Falls wanted both of us, I had a coaching job there too. Um, I submitted an application in North. Um, knew my son was going to go there. Had I not got hired on at north as a coach i probably would be coaching falls right now interesting because okay. e- even without him i still had a job offer there yeah. so well that's cool I, st- I told myself i must be a decent coach then right yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely uh, you're taking teams to the playoff um so what are you i mean are you the head coach are you coaching offense defense special team like what, what are you coaching so even through my whole career uh defense has always been my passion okay um I currently coach all over the place, though. So <laughs> last year I was coaching on the freshman team. Uh, I was coaching wingbacks and linebackers and helping the defensive coordinator. Um, on varsity, I was helping coach linebackers so wow. and wingbacks, too. But more yeah. linebackers. They had enough offensive coaches. So huh. starting off this next year, though, I talked to the head coach. We have monthly meetings even when the season's not going on. Sure, sure. And last two meetings, he has me going with the offense. So <laughs> He knows my passion's defense. I uh, we have open <laughs> communication. I told him I can coach anywhere. I just love football in general. Absolutely. So yeah, but if you if you're able to take your 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 knowledge of defense already and then add to it with offense, yeah. it makes you a better candidate than for you know the future roles, whatever they might be. Exactly. And right? uh, even in the first couple meetings, I could we kind of noticed my my defensive mindset and how it would apply to the offensive oh, game. Oh, sure. Role, oh, right? so see? We were talking about bringing in some different plays or packages potentially, maybe getting rid of some other ones. We had some plays that complement one of our packages really well. Mm-hmm. And the question was asked in there, these are very similar to some plays that we have. Should we get rid of these other plays and add these ones in? And I said right away from the defensive perspective, if I see us on film and we're running this scheme – we're only running two or three plays out of it. Yeah, you know it's one of As a defender, couple. I know it's one of these two or three plays coming, right? Right. So absolutely. if we add in these other plays and they start to see that on film, they're going to see six, seven, eight, nine plays. Yeah. You can't guess anymore. That's right. Cool. You That's have to really go cool. off your instincts. Mm-hmm. You can't guess and have a one and third chance of this is what it's going to be. Right. So mm-hmm. just adding that mindset helps a little bit too. Huh. That's good. So how, I guess one of the other things is like, when you see parents coach their own kids, sometimes it can not always be the best, 
not not overall it's great right but you ever have like a bad experience where you're like or where, where, let's start with this where does your kid play first does um, he play defense or offense? Both. Okay. He started on the offensive line and middle linebacker last okay. year. Okay. Oh, so you are directly like coaching him in the middle linebacker. Yeah, it was last year. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any great stories about that, or like um, he just like you, you, you not getting mad, or he getting mad at you, or like you had to hold it into the car ride, and he's like, Dad, I am not. You know, I, I lay into him more than anyone else because okay. I know his efforts more than anyone else. Sure, right, okay. just seeing it in youth football and then okay. knowing him at home and knowing the inside and outs of him as a person, mm-hmm. um, I'm probably the most hard on him. Actually, okay, good. When I when I interviewed for the job, that was one thing they hammered on heavy. <laughs> like yeah. your kids playing here, you have to be able to separate them too. Yeah. Right, yeah. Oh. not saying I treat him any different. No. If anything, it's probably worse. <laughs> so sure. I think that kind of helped the coach here and that, right? Sure, Opposed sure. to you can't baby someone because he's yeah. your own kid or give him mm. special privileges or yeah. anything. You know, that's, if yeah. anything, that's going to be detrimental to the team. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and I think that's why a lot of kids you see in variety sports, when their dad's their coach, they tend to do really well. Is probably because their dad pushes them a lot harder than maybe even some of the other kids. Yeah. You know? And you know the ins and outs of the game a little yeah. more. You know, mm-hmm. if they have yeah. questions themselves. They have someone they're comfortable and familiar with that they can go ask where or talk about over dinner table or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there'll be some kids that are more hesitant to ask some coaches. Um, That was one of the reasons I was really happy to get the opportunity at Sheboygan North, too, Mm -hmm. because I coached a lot of them kids for four years in youth. (laughs) So moving grade to grade with them, it became not only do I know the ins and outs of my son. I know the ins and outs of almost the whole team. Yeah, yeah, right? that's really cool. And then getting the chance to see them develop as they go mm-hmm. along too is something that's super gratifying. How many of those other kids went to Falls then with your son? Um, Quite a few or not too many? In his grade, we had four or five maybe. Okay. But then the rest of the kids all stayed in Sheboygan, so they're all at – so it made sense for your son to then play with all of his friends and at North? Yep, yep, yep. Okay. And I mean, some some did stay at Falls. Okay. Not very many, but they're they're heavy on recruiting there, yeah, and they yeah. are a good program, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas North, for a bunch of years, they have not was not going to the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? Not winning a whole lot of games. Sure. So mm-hmm. the sure. appeal of Falls for a lot of those kids was great. Yeah, yeah. Just because they are they're a solid program. Yeah. How big is the coaching staff all around at North? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, because here's the thing. I, I went to Random Lake High School, okay? Little Random Lake High School. You got 400 kids in the, the high school itself, you know? And so we had offense, defense, head coach. Maybe a little bit of something. I think we had a, a line coach as well. But other than that, you didn't have all these Maybe specialty guys, coaches. Right? <laughs> yeah, know? right, I bet. Uh, yeah. So to hear that in a, in a high school level, I, that just it doesn't necessarily blow my mind. But at the same time, I'm not used to it. So how big is the coaching staff? We had 15 guys. Whoa. So Sheboygan North's coaching staff was 15 last year. And we added some head count this year already. So I think we're at 17 now. Interesting. Yeah. That's all three teams, though. You got freshman, JV, varsity. How big is an actual, like, college or, you know, coaching staff? Oh, man. College? You have stuff for everything. I would imagine – even I mean, Lakeland playing amazing. D three ball, there was probably twenty coaches at least. And then, really? and then, then you look at coaches, and then you look at athletic trainers, and then you look at like all all the all the different people. It's it, the overhead's yeah, huge. So even at North High, when I say fifteen, that is just coaches. Yeah, they got managers right with assistant managers. I think that group is five or six people. Mm-hmm. Just uh, wow. equipment managers and yeah. managers. Then there's the athletic trainers. Yeah. there's three of those. Guy. I would say at least. Yeah, yeah we got. Video guys are usually um, students. 
yeah, okay. students that but are still, it's still interested in photography, yeah. cinema, that type of it's stuff. Still part of the team. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny that you mentioned this actually, because one of the craziest things to me when I got to North to coach, it is a lot different than youth, by the way. But even me, I'm only 36, right? So I played high school football, not even 20 years ago, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the difference is technology-wise in oh, today's gotcha. game to when I played, mind-blowing to me. Go that on. That was one of the most what, baffling what, things. What's man. going on there? So, uh, like, w when I played, right, you played your game. You had your coach yelling at you right there, you know. Here's the deal. I'm 36, too. So we probably yep. played at the same Very similar, time. right? Yeah. So he's watching you play. Yep. He's watching the team play. He's yelling at you from the sideline, correcting stuff. Uh, you make a mistake. If you don't understand it right there, he's saying, we're going over it in film, right? Yeah. I'm going to show you in film what you did wrong. We'll correct it in film. Yeah. There's always corrections made after right, at absolutely. some point in time, right? Mm -hmm. Man, nowadays we got iPads on the sideline. What You're the watching heck? that play right it's there, like, right? Like the you got coaches. Yeah, yeah, it is, literally. Yep, they're all on headsets, like 75% of them. They're talking to the quarterback in his ear, right? Like, we didn't we didn't have that wow. when I was in high school. You know, how are you going to correct this next play? How are you going to correct his vision, what he's looking at? Well, I'm going to tell him through his helmet, <laughs> right? That wasn't even an option, man, when I was in high no, school. So maybe all. for the top programs at that time, you know, sure, that was sure. NFL technology. Yeah, yeah. If you were one of these Buco Bucks big programs, you mm -hmm. might have had it, maybe. And right, that was a right. maybe. Well, I know? think a lot of down south D1 teams. Yeah, use, right. Use yeah, all that kind the of ones that are on TV. Stadiums, yeah. You know? yeah, exactly. So wow. just that was, that, was, that was a game changer when I got to the high school level here. I'm like, man, technology's changed so much. Just, uh, perfect example of the photography part and just taping the games yeah. right before it was usually one person in the stands if yep. you were if you yep. were lucky you had the extended tripod right that was way up there and you had the overhead view so uh -huh. Uh -huh. now man we have we have two students that tape right one usually in the stands or in the coach's box taping yep. from there um we have a drone Right, drones just got Stop approved it. for this next year, so they weren't approved high school football before. But you have drones now. Drones were approved for high school football, and then your conference has to approve if they let you use them in your mm -hmm. conference. So every team has to approve it, but they approved it for our conference. Wow. So next That's year, just we'll, for we'll practice have or games too. Everything, really, games, practices. Yep, we had drone coverage in practice last year. Yeah, okay. couldn't I do could it. In, couldn't do it in games though. I could, see, I could see it getting in the way of the game, I guess. But I mean. Yeah, I so like know, the uh, the opposite team will also have a drone. Yep. So like, are you guys gonna be up there Fighting. like airspace? Like, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> so it's funny you say <laughs> that too, man, because you have you have some teams that have really good working relationships with each other, oh, okay. sure, and they're willing to trade film with each other. Uh, maybe oh, the head coaches know each other or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you have some that. It's either your rival or the head coaches know each other for a wrong reason, right? Yep, yep. And I'm not sharing anything with you. So oh. you get it yourself and good luck, you yeah. know? So, so all of a sudden, like, the other team's got practice. You see a drone fly. Yeah, right. <laughs> Coming out of nowhere. No, but I, I thought that was a really cool change that they made next year. They're going to allow in our conference for anyone to have drone usage for games. That's very interesting. So, you know, now you'll have your sideline film, your overhead film, your drone overhead film. Uh, it's getting pretty crazy man so he's got like five ipads strapped to him like yeah. i don't what am i looking at here yeah like, yeah yep. and then just as a coach how you like to coach yeah changes right sure, yeah Me, i'm still old school mentality <laughs> i don't i don't want this headset on i don't want that <laughs> i want to be lasered in yeah. to my guys on the field yeah. i'm screaming to them luckily i got a loud voice that carries so <laughs> they can hear me across the field um but seeing some of this technology, I asked myself, like, man, I could probably become a better coach even yeah, that's true. utilizing a lot of this technology. Yeah. You know, for me, it was always kind of how it was in high school for us, Joe, where 
it's filmed the next day or Absolutely. due the next week, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. We'll use it then. Yeah. That's yeah, you it. literally watch the film like on Monday. And then the whole rest of the week, you're watching film of the opposite team that you're about to play that yep. next week. Yep. You know, yep. so it was just a constant, you know, re- refresh. Not necessarily right there on the sidelines. Yeah, or, right on the spot. Yeah, right. This is what you just did on the iPad. Oh yeah, talking in the talking in the earpieces of players. You guys like, got it's these crazy. Do you have the players that are, are looking at it and then they throw it down? Throw the uh, iPad down on the ground. They're expensive, man. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's making Tom Brady money. You, Sorry, you get a coach who will do it every once in a while, and you'll have other people looking at them like, you know how much that thing costs? <laughs> we do have a budget, fellas. We need new helmets. You know, We need jerseys. <laughs> a new iPad. We need a new drone. <laughs> so then, I mean, this has really turned into some here. So uh, as a high school coach, what does your year look like? I, I mean, we can obviously get into the season, but – you just said you're meeting monthly now off season. So what are you doing? I mean, what if, what's all the things? Um, just this last meeting, we uh, kind of where I said we broke into offensive and defensive groups. We're talking about what changes do you want to make here the next year. Already the next meeting, March 21st here, we're talking about week one already. Wow. We're going over week one film as a coaching staff, <laughs> breaking down who we're playing, breaking down our game plan against their game plan, seeing if there's anything we want to add in or take out. Yeah. So, so how much how much is your your game plan influenced by like guys coming in and out? So like obviously you get your seniors coming out, you get your juniors coming in, new freshmen. Well, are we allowed to talk about this stuff? Is this all top secret stuff? That, you know, it, you know, it's not necessarily top well, secret. I'm not asking for X and O's. I'm just yeah, looking right. for like strategy. Where I was gonna go with that is that, that that's the coaching mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Every coach has a different mindset. Um, my last meeting with our head coach, I, I talked about my mindset as a coach mm-hmm. and how I like to do things because it varies from coach to coach, yeah, right? Sure. You have some coaches that they have their game plan. We're going to run this game plan. It should work, especially against this scheme or whatever. Mm-hmm. They don't vary a lot. I'm big on varying. Okay. Um, okay. And it's uh, – my theory is always put your best 11 guys on the field, right? Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. And that theory changes against your opponent, right? The physical level of endurance and stamina of your own players, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Part of my – and the, the Coaching these kids in youth and now coaching them in high school, this is one part that I love that I always talk about too. They've heard me say since fifth grade, there's a point in time in the game where your backup is a better player than you are, right? You being the starter at 75%, when you have this guy just waiting to go go in, right? Pointing at the chops to get in there for his couple plays. Him at 100% might be better than you at 85%. Yep. Right. But when, when you're in youth and even in high school, you want your plays. Right. Oh, absolutely. So that's one of the hardest things to try and teach. An no athlete. one has ever taught. I've never heard that before. Right. That's one of the hardest things to try I and teach it. an athlete, man. I, yeah. I think that's amazing because yep. you take it personally as an athlete. Like, yeah. Oh, I never want to come out. Right. Yep. Took me you, out. Get, you get mad. You'll have guys that get mad. You'll sub them for a player. Too, right. And, right. But. But to hear that's, that that's them never hearing that side, it. you know yeah. what I mean? Even if it's for a player to get a drink of water, catch your breath, mm-hmm. this guy is not getting as many reps as you are, and he's dying to get them, right? Absolutely. So at what point in time when you're getting, you're hitting your fatigue level, is him at full percent better than you, right? Some guys it might be 70% based off skill set. Some guys it might be 90%. This guy is almost as good as you are, and he's waiting to get in, right, you know? Right. So when you hit 90%, give him a player or two, right? Yeah. So, and that varies skill um, your stamina endurance level, mm-hmm. yeah. the team you're playing against, what they run, right? I might switch up my offense or defense based off what they run. Mm. Um, if you're a really good developed coaching staff, you're looking at their players that are coming in and out 
as well as your own. Yeah. Right. We sure know they're happens. gonna be strong in this area next year. So what are we gonna do to combat that? Um, just the speed of the game has changed a lot sure. since we used to play too. Mm-hmm. The athlete nowadays is just different than than even twenty years ago. They're built different. Now you go back fifty years ago, they are man. They are. They're just bigger, stronger, faster. Um, the expectations else. of them is a lot greater. Than it was. Well, and I suppose like these kids, they've been playing even some of them prior to fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, that's where we all started playing with junior Rams, is what we called it. You know, and it was like the it's not the it's not peewee, but it was basically from fifth grade to eighth grade, you played in the the junior Ram program, and yep. you played against schools from your conference. Yep, so I don't yep. even know what that whole thing is called anymore, but that's what that was. But I hear nowadays there are kids starting at like. Five, four or five years old. Yeah, so I was flag football trying to think or, my own you know. kid. He started kindergarten, I want to say. Sure. Flag football, yeah, at the go. Y. And then they start playing tackle football at the Y's third grade, I want to say. Wow. Maybe fourth. It's either third or fourth. Man. And then you can start with your school team, right, in fifth yeah, yeah. grade. So. Man. Yeah. Got to get Times have changed, man. Got to get signed up here in a couple months, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> He's four. He's four, so game time. Yeah. You're already behind. You're already behind. Obviously. Terrible parent. And I mean, just, just talking about going back to what we were saying before, too, even um, I before I got to high school, man, I thought I loved youth football. I was just talking with our head coach last week or the week before. I said, man, I really thought I loved youth football. When I was mm-hmm. there, I'm like, I love youth football. I'm all about this. You get to develop kids. Then I got to high school. And I was like, man, I guess I just liked youth football. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know what this next level was. Um, yeah. and, and it's more of. Kind of how we talked about Johnsonville with the culture mm-hmm. at North. They're building a great culture right now. The head coach has been there. This will be year seven, I believe. Okay. And uh, he's big on family, right? The family environment. Okay. Same with Johnsonville there. I said, I, yeah. the c- culture keeps me there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I told him even some of our talks, he's uh, asking on my future plans. I was talking to him about, you know, I said, a lot of kids that you get, if you coach your kid, you only get them for four years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Your kid comes there as a freshman, leaves as a senior. You're done. You know? I was telling him, man, I, I I love coaching. It's something I love doing. I love football. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about my plans after, and he, he was kind of in the mindset of, I only got you for four years. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, wow. man, I love what we're building here. I like what's going on. I would have stayed at youth even longer, even sure, if I didn't have sure. a kid, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> that played football. So, But what I realized there is the culture. They're kind of on – on that stepping stone of becoming hitting that next level. Yeah. Right. We're reaching for greatness and we're getting there. We're so almost would you there, ever, like, let's say you, you continue on your own coaching journey, you know, and you get some darn good skills. Uh, would you ever look at college or that next level as well or no? I'm you not know, saying following your kid. No, but no. Like, I know what you mean. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, it's something I've always been passionate about just coaching in general, okay. seeing development of my own members at Johnsonville, right? Yep, development yep. of your own players. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I even hinted to the point of that's one thing I love seeing right now. That's a gratifying part for me, seeing these kids. I coached in fifth grade. Uh, absolutely. How yeah. they are as freshmen now and then mm-hmm. getting to see them the next three years. That's Oof. just... That's, That's something I love awesome. to do personally, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and just yeah. getting that rapport with them kids and bouncing their ideas off me as fifth graders to sixth graders to now freshmen. Right. Yeah. I got one kid in particular, actually. Uh, his father works at Johnsonville. There you go. Uh, his name's Dayton Petrowski. His dad's Eric Petrowski. OK. Just, just this past year, man, he he comes up to me. Right. And he's drawn up plays on defense <laughs> and he's like, can we run some of these plays? You know, <laughs> and I'm like, your development from fifth grade to now, this is something that I would have never even seen you doing you know and it it shows the kids that 
could become coaches in the future too, right? <laughs> like mm-hmm. you just have a deeper understanding and a deeper aspect of the game, literally to the point where you're coming up with plays drawn on a piece of paper <laughs> that fit our scheme and style too on top That's of it, right? Cool. It's that next level of saying, can we try and add some of these in here? Yeah. So uh, I, I personally felt like, you know, if I didn't know him that last four years, that wouldn't even have been a question. Right, right. But he has that rapport with him. And that's one thing Eric tells me all the time. Oh, so happy you got to come to North even too, man. Just because Dayton really liked you as a coach and he knows he can reach out to you and stuff. That's cool. Whereas a new coach, he might have been more fearful. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Or the head coach, he wasn't asking him. You know, right, that's, that's right. the head coach. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so you're, you're thinking probably stay in high school then? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Once my kid's out, I think I'll stay in high school. Um, For now. We'll ask you in four my, years. My significant other pushes me that route she knows i love football she's seen what i've done with the kids really? there, and she's she tells me all the time you know i know where your passions lie and that's something i should consider she always says no, just no, i wouldn't just because she sees the smile it brings to my face i was gonna but, say yeah. if, if she's seeing that and she's even pushing you to do that maybe you jump on that bandwagon as long you, as you can you have a little a younger kid though right yeah like, i have a six-year-old daughter a daughter okay yeah, okay. Right. yeah. Okay. Not that cool. you had to like go back into the peewee to to coach another one. You, you never know, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a couple girls on our high school team at North. So really, that's awesome. yeah. there you go. You yeah. can go coach her and do right? the whole thing all She's over. She's tough, again. man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, believe I can that. only imagine. <laughs> I believe it. Sheesh. Yeah. Wow. So then, what uh, this year? I mean, what um, what can we tell all your enemies? All your uh, rivals. Yeah, all the people are going to listen to this. Yeah. You know, strategy. it's it's going to start week one with Plymouth. So, that's, so who Plymouth, we play, look out. that's who we play week one, right? Um, I don't know if Sheboygan North has ever beat Plymouth ever. Oh, really? Last year, we had a, we played them week one, too, last year. It was a dogfight, really good game, closest game we ever been with them. Those it are was, some of the most fun games. It, it was one of the first times we sit on our sideline and we were like, we have a shot. <laughs> That's cool. We have a shot. As a staff, we could say we have a shot at beating these guys, you know? Yeah. So next year we're taking a, we're looking to take that next step. Do you, you have know? a lot and of kids be... coming back from last year? Yeah, yeah. We had some pretty big classes. We got some pretty big classes coming up too. Um okay. we lost a lot of key guys though. We had oh, yeah. we had some really good players that were seniors. Um but we have some younger guys that are stepping up That's stepping awesome. up big already. So, so we'll be in a good spot again next yeah. year. You starting out with Plymouth, and it's gonna. What what's the score gonna be? Ooh, it's gonna be a close one. It always is, man. Plymouth North. Um, I mean, I guess for, you for a long time, from my perspective, especially being an outsider, not growing up in this area, uh, Plymouth didn't care about North football. You know, they didn't. We're not worried about these guys. Uh, I think last year was the first time they felt like we need we need to start being worried about these guys a little bit. So that's pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to that too. Yeah. I know our guys. They're they're biting at the chops to play that game, man. They're okay. they're ready. They're they're hoping we get our first win this year. So, was it a high scoring game? Um, last year, I think it was thirty something to twenty something. Oh wow! It was it was within one score. Okay. So. I'm gonna say it's a dogfight this year. It's gonna yeah, it's it's gonna be a good one. To twelve. So, as somebody who grew up in Sheboygan, like North South has always been a big thing, right? Whether or not you, and for all sports, right? And whether or not they were always on the same level, it was just. Right you know, cross town rival. Yeah. You always play. So, like, it, do you feel like that's as big of a thing now, or do you think it's a little bit less? Obviously, you didn't grow up here, but like you talking about Plymouth makes me feel like the same way somebody might talk about North South. Definitely, 
Yeah. It's 100 percent still Hands a thing, down. man. Like, <laughs> were you surprised the first time you went into it and be like, "This is nuts"? Like, they they kind of circle that day every year on the calendar, yeah. wow. right? You got the crosstown rival. Um, fortunately, now present day, North's in a little better spot than South is football wise. Mm. I think it goes so, back and forth quite a bit. Yeah, they yeah. they it's funny, man. If you look at just the history through decades, it kind of this decade is South, yeah. this decade's yeah. North. You four, know, and these, yeah. these group of kids went through for four years. They won, you know. Yeah, and then this group right? Four years were the one. I feel yeah. like yep, that's how yep. it works. Yeah. But but that one, man, that's always that's something you look forward to. Mm-hmm. The kids themselves look forward to it. They're laser like focus that whole week. I think that's a lot really of cool. the other thing too is like they don't have to travel very far to go watch the games. So like everybody like everybody in the city feels like it's there. Oh, it's like, packed. Yeah. Like it's the the basketball games used to be down at the old um Armory. Armory, yeah. And I went once and it was like this is nuts. Like there's so many people. This is old wooden building and it was so loud. It was it's a it's one of those really cool like I know they talk about like like college basketball. Like it's that atmosphere in like this tiny little like like local town gym and it's it was a really cool thing. I wish I could have saw one of those games cuz I've heard about them a lot. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Now so it's, it's just awesome. Down, so yeah. Mm-hmm. So what uh what message would you have for your kids? Like sure, yeah, I mean your own kid, but like I mean the kids you're coaching, you know, if what do you want them to know? Um man, it it goes back to the culture thing. Like one thing I can say about North, uh, the head coach there, Joey O'Brien, great guy. Um, I know that guy. Part, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, we've gone through this whole thing. And you're so like, I didn't, Wait a second. I know that guy. Well, but, he went to school with my brother. Yeah? Yeah, at Lakeland. Yeah, yeah. So, yep, yep. He's anyways, a former Lakeland guy. Um, I'm not like best friends with the guy, I, but it, I would know I him. Think, uh, like it's a culture thing, though, man. Like, in, like okay. I said, even staying at Johnsonville, it's the culture that's mm-hmm. going to keep you there, right? If it's something you can believe in and buy into yourself, you're more likely to stay there. Um, year one, last year was my first year there. We start out for football-wise anyway. In July, we have a sleepover on the field, right? What? <laughs> All the coaches, whole team, they sleep over on the football field. We watch a movie towards the end of the night, right? <laughs> and it's uh, it's, a, it's cool. about – it's about, really cool. Dude, it's about life learnings. Yeah. It's funny because when you're in high school, right, <laughs> your life learnings are a lot different than they are for me and you now, <laughs> yeah, Joe, absolutely. right? Absolutely. So they have an agenda, right? Uh, I think we show up, I don't know, 6, 7, something like that, right? You can show up, start setting up your tent, whatever you want to sleep in, whatever. Um we're going to play football for a little bit. We have food coming at this time. Let's say it's nine, right? Food at dinner will be here at nine. Can I join the team? 10 o'clock, we're going to start the movie, right? 12 o'clock, 12.30, the movie will be over. No matter what, though, we wake up at five. So you can participate in all this stuff on the agenda. You can participate in none of this stuff on the agenda. It is solely up to you as a player. Wow. Right? So... Us coaches, we kind of laugh because we know what we would do in that situation. Oh, absolutely. Right? Hands down. I remember um, staying up I all night. <laughs> I feel like it was Joey. I, I was up around 12, 1230, you know, right? Movie gets done. Yeah. Uh, just take a lap around the field, see what's going on, you know, see if guys are sleeping awake, kind of what's going on, feeling the atmosphere there. Half the guys go to sleep right after the movie. Some of them are already sleeping, right? Didn't even bother to watch the movie. Yep, yep. Got to get up at five. Couple tents full, just. Out cracking jokes, laughing, having a good old time, right? You're with your high school buddies. Easy to do that. So easy to do that. Oh, I've been yeah. in that situation myself, right? 
I remember getting up at like 2, 2.30 to go to the bathroom. There's one or two tents, man. Still just oh, no. laughing, oh, having a good no. old time, right? I go to the bathroom. I remember looking at that tent and just thinking, man, you guys are going to pay for it at 5 when we're waking you up, you know? Oh. <laughs> so like we said, man, it's kind of this is the first stepping stone to learning to become an adult. Yeah. You make your own choices. Your parents aren't here to watch you on this field, oh, right? Wow. So you're literally with a group. It'd be like college, right? You're with a group of your buddies <laughs> for the first time, kind of ish. Yeah. You can do what you want you make your own choices we don't tell you when to go to bed you know so you can do what you want and five o'clock's coming at five o'clock either way yeah so yeah. you got some guys at five in the morning like oh i'm so happy i went to bed at nine or ten you know yep. and then you got some guys rubbing their eyes like man i didn't go to sleep till two. Oh, brain. this is gonna be a pain so yeah. we wake up at five we run from north high to volrath right okay we stop stop at the boulder at volrath um, this is where the culture thing comes into play that really brought me in day one. Okay. Uh, so we get there. Coach O'Brien kind of has a little breakdown with all the kids, talks to him. Uh, he goes into telling them this, this is what got me right here. He goes into telling them. So that's where they graduate. If anybody doesn't know North sure, South, yep, yep, yep. they meet there to graduate. Um, that's why he stops there. He says, you know, football is all fine and dandy. We love football. We all do. We're coaches. We're players. We all know we love it, but this is your end game fellas. Dang. You're walking through this right here. You're graduating. My job is not to get you to play football. It is, right, of course, and get you to be your best. But yeah. I care about you guys more as individuals. It's that family tradition, family mm -hmm. buy-in. This is the real end game. Yeah. No matter what we do, no matter what you guys do, you need to walk this. Right, your senior year. Sweet. So, man, it brought a tear to my eye. It's bringing a tear to my eye just remembering the speech right now. Know, Dude, like, yep, yep. Right so... Sold. I was sold right there, man. Uh -huh. You know, because not only did I come there as a coach, my kid is in this program. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. for somebody else just to even care and then taking it the next step, man, there's in any program you go to. Like I said, I grew up in Milwaukee. There's there's kids that don't have uh, a father figure, mother figure mm -hmm. around to give them that message. Right. Yep. So yep. I'm just looking around thinking how many of these kids aren't ever going to hear this in their life. They need you know, like literally the and they're going to hear it right yeah. now and they're, mm -hmm. it's going to click then. Yeah. Like even if no one else cares, yeah. there's a whole group of a hundred people right here that do care. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. They do care. Mm -hmm. Um the next thing that brought me in is we have grade check at a certain point in time in the year. If you have any Fs or a certain amount of Ds, not a grade point average, you can't play anymore. Mm -hmm. You can still mm -hmm. practice, you can't play in the games, right? Yep, yep. One thing the coaching staff there does is you're not practicing anymore. What's the point of having you practice if you can't play in the game anyway? During this three hours, you're sitting in a coach's office, you're sitting in the library, oh, you're studying. sitting somewhere, you're studying, doing homework, yep. you're getting your grades up to par, right? I am really impressed. So that's, impressed. that's what brought me in right there. It was yeah. more of a culture thing. It's more of a family thing. It's, it's we care, mm. right? Mm. Showing that you're yeah, your, your student athlete. What's yeah. first in that sentence, right? Student, yeah. not mm -hmm. athlete. Mm -hmm. So if you can't become a student, you can't become an athlete. Right, right. And that's uh, – I was sold, man. I was sold day one just because the culture that they're building there. I came from a strong culture like that in my own high school program mm -hmm. and then in college as well. And just the buy-in, man, that's where you're sold, you know? That's cool. So – so you think the freshmen starting this year, are they ready for that type of message? You think they're... You know, even if they're not, they learn pretty quick at that sleepover. <laughs> yeah, they learn pretty quick at that sleepover, especially the freshmen. You know, the other guys, they've seen it a couple of years now. They oh, know how it's going to yep, go. Yep. It's it's always unique with the freshmen. It's their oh, first yeah. time. They're younger, right? They're 13, probably. They're excited. I'm with my 13-year-old yeah. friends. Our parents aren't here. Like I said, right? We can stay up all night, eat junk food, do whatever we want. Yeah. Oh, and that's the great part, too, man. So oh, <laughs> the boy. dinner, the dinner, right? You got... 
pizza, soda, Gatorade, all that stuff. You have healthy choices. You got subs. You got fruit. (laughs) You got veggies. You got water. (laughs) You got juice, right? And we don't go out there and tell them. Oh, sure. You know? (laughs) You got kids eating the pizza, drinking the soda. Well, the first thing you do is run at 5 a.m. Yeah. Right? You got juniors and seniors like, oh, it's a good choice for you there, buddy. Go go eat all the pizza, buddy. (laughs) We'll see you uh, (laughs) packing some chunks there at 5, 6 in the morning. (laughs) Because you you stop at Valrath, and then you run to the lake, actually. Oh, cool. And then you have a workout in the sand. Wow. Right? You run to the lake, you have your workout there, sand resistance, a little harder to work uh out there. So, And then you go back to the high school, and then you have breakfast. All the coaches cooking breakfast, so get a little breakfast there. It's pretty nice. Builds that family bonding time. and. But you let them make all their own choices, man, and they figure out if they made the right ones or not the next morning. That's they when it will. hits them. You know? yeah. <laughs> That's when it hits them. Choices from eating, choices from sleeping, choices mm-hmm. from what you're doing the whole night, right? Yeah. So huh. some kids go pretty hard. There's a bunch of little games set up and stuff, too. And okay. Some kids will stay up playing football, running the whole time. They'll be more tired in the morning. You know, It's yeah. literally all your yeah. choices wow. come back to you in the morning. So. Hmm. I probably gave that little secret away if any of them listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> That's up to you if you want to tell them about yeah, it. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. they'll learn one way or another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess the one question I want to know is like, if your kid gets a scholarship to like some college, would you go with them? Like if they're like, Hey, your kid can come here, like period, your kid's good. We're going to send you. If you want to come and coach, you can too. And we'll give you like, you're not going to be coordinator, you know, or whatever. Cause like in four years from now you could become coordinator, let's say at North. Yeah. So you get the choice of a higher role at, at North or like a, you know, linebacker coach at your kid, you or whatever. <laughs> like, cause, it, cause I'm saying it cause, cause you got to understand that might happen. Right. Yeah. I it mean, could you happen. Know. Right. There's always potential. Yeah. I mean, you say your kid's good and I believe you when you say it. So like, I'm hoping for the best for both you and him from, from a dad who also, you know, he's going to have to pay for college. Like, <laughs> scholarship would be the way to go here. Yeah, you know? it's always nice. You exactly. know, I mean, yeah, I tell yeah. him the easiest way to get that is academically. Sure. Right? Sure. sure. So. I, I'm not leaving out my kid for anything <laughs> <Yeah>. right now. <laughs> it's a little harder to get it physically from yeah. physical talent to your sport. Yeah. It's a little easier to get it academically. Yeah. But like, let's say like Lakeland, Lakeland offers him one. Would that be cool? Like to go back and, and coach at the place you played or? I mean, it would be pretty cool because I played there. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that opportunity would be nice. Um, my initial reaction when you asked that question was no. Hands down, I'm not going to whatever college he's at. Really? <laughs> you know, just because you, you got to cut them strings sometimes, sure. right? He probably wouldn't even want me there, to what be if, honest. Yeah, what if it's like SDSU or something like that? That'd be really cool. Um, you know, uh, so my initial reaction was no. Yeah. But then you got a little further into the question, and it kind of goes along with it's just anything in life. It's the next level. College mm-hmm. is the next level. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so even if you're a D coordinator in high school, I would go be a position coach in college knowing that yeah, the progression be a, yeah. would be to work your way up to a coordinator. Yeah. Right. And Seems then like a natural next thing. step yeah. after that would be pro, whether it's semi-pro, yeah. pro NFL, whatever. Right. It's kind of you, you, you have to prove yourself at one level to get to the next one. Yeah. And you Take might be top dog at one and then yeah. <laughs> entry level at the next one. Right. Kind of like anything in life, even jobs, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So if that was the only stepping stone to get to college. No. Oh, yeah. I suppose. Maybe yeah. I would consider it mm-hmm. a little stronger. Right. Yeah. But. 40 at that point that'd be a good time to go yeah yeah yep but we'll see man dang that'd be cool i mean yeah i mean yeah everybody who's who's played college football on xbox or madden or whatever you know the idea of of 
being a coach and I, I've always thought that was really neat. Like just the idea of it. And like my always best part was like when the senior class leaves and you like get this new player or whatever, and you like scheme up all these really cool things to, you know, with the players you have, you know, to your yep, point it's yep. like, to their abilities. Oh man, I can't wait to do this. Like, Oh, we got a new safety. It's going to be so great to leave one guy back and blitz a lot more or whatever. Yep, yeah. Yep, so yep. When you say that, that's what kind of rings a bell for me. We do have those conversations all the time. Yeah. And, and going back to you saying Madden yeah. with the technology piece, yeah. <laughs> that's one thing I hear all the time coaching now, Joe, that I didn't hear when I was younger. They do this play in Madden, right? <laughs> Can we try this play that they do in Madden? <laughs> exactly. It works all the time for I me. I heard of this in Madden. Oh, that's the one that gets me, man. I get me? 70 yards off this play in Madden every, every time. time. <laughs> yep, every time. So we should run that Guaranteed. right now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what a life lesson. Yeah, sounds good. We'll do that. Yeah, we'll do right. it. You know? Well, it's funny. So you can see what it's like in real life. Yeah. Right? All right. Let's try it. Let's try it. And then you just better hope it doesn't work. because <laughs> yeah. Then every every Madden play is going to work every time. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're like, you hint the defense. This is what's happening. Guys. Make sure this fails. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, wow. Well, uh, TJ, um, this has been great. I, I do you have anything else you want the the listening audience to know about your journey as a coach or, or anything like that? Um, not in particular, man, other than it's been a lot of fun. I know if it's something you're interested in and thinking about, um, I've talked to a couple guys in the last couple of years that are in that boat. Hey, I'm thinking about doing this, but I'm not sure if I really want to do it yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, high school sports in general, doesn't matter what sport it is, are always looking for coaches. Um, if you're just curious and you're not sure, so high school coaches, a lot of them do get paid, right? Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of volunteer coaches as well. So that's usually my first stepping stone route I take. I'm a volunteer coach isn't required to be there as long as other coaches that are paid. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a stepping stone for you, right? Oh, sure. <laughs> you don't have to stay the whole length of practice or you can show up later or they just have different rules. Yeah. So I just recommend a lot of people, if, if you are interested and you're thinking about it and you want to get over that first hurdle, just go be a volunteer coach, yeah. talk to mm -hmm. one of them and they'll get you in that way. And you can see if you like it or not, and maybe you'll get paid for it after that. So that's great. Yeah. Well, uh, TJ, then this year, once um, you beat Plymouth and also you uh, make it to state and win, uh, then come back on and tell us all about it. So. Oh, it will be awesome. Uh, <laughs> it, it, if you are a North Raider follower, we got a lot of exciting things coming this year, actually, Joe, that you just reminded me of. I, so the mic's still yours. Yeah, plug them away. Plug away. We're getting a new football field at North High. What? <laughs> really? We're getting a new track at North High. <laughs> We're getting a new scoreboard, like a crazy, wow. crazy. It's going to have videos of the players themselves introducing themselves Let's like a uh, all out full big time scoreboard we're getting a new little coach's box above the stands new concession stand and that's right behind north where the yep, where it is yep, now. right where the field okay. is there okay. so you make the playoffs man you get some donors <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool so we got a lot of new and exciting stuff coming to North High. Like some car wash something coming up soon that you want to plug for uh, some fundraiser. I mean, you something. you want to come wash some cars I, for us? I, or? No, 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 no. I just trying to think. Well, like high school kids, what do they have fundraisers for? Yeah. Like, um. Uh, so party? I don't know. You know that that's that's you're, you're dating yourself, Jeff. I, I, that was back when we were in high school, right? Yeah. Yeah. Too many movies. I guess we would put on our nice cut off jean shorts, right, and go out there and wash some cars, but. Now for fundraisers, they sell Quick Trip car wash gift cards. Oh, quick, okay. Oh, They're not out there wash. hand washing See, themselves I anymore. Right. I was right. Yeah, they do. Uh, they do. They you have, guys should switch it up. 
We should, yeah. North should switch it up. I mean, yeah. they have a couple things. Uh, on the 18th of March here, we have a brat fry at Meesfelds. There you go. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's one. Um, what is that? Two weeks? Two weekends yep. from now? Mm-hmm. Come, out to me- come out to Meesfelds. We got a brat fry going. Yep, <laughs> North High Football. Ooh, so sorry to interrupt there, folks. Uh, TJ was on a roll. But I did get a follow-up email from the main man, TJ. And he wanted the world to know that... Uh, it's not at Miesfeltz. <laughs> they already had the Brat Fry at Miesfeltz, um, where the Brat Fry on March 18th, uh, if you want to come out and support Sheboygan North uh, football, it is at Superior Bar and Grill. So check that out. Uh, that's at 2607 Superior Avenue in Sheboygan here. Uh, so if you wanted to drive in, if you wanted to fly in, you wanted to do all the awesome stuff to come and get a brat to support Sheboygan North. That's where it is. Not at Miesfeltz. That one already happened. Huge success, of course. But come on down to Superior Bar and Grill and uh, check out that brat fry for Sheboygan North football. Now, back to the show. Okay. Um, they have Raider cards, they're called. At the beginning of the year, they sell these Raider gold cards. Mm-hmm. Yep. You get little deals. Somebody comes to the house, we buy one every year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yep. They got to go door to door and yeah. learn how to be salesmen, right? <laughs> so right. yep. teaches them some life stuff, you yeah. know, how to talk to people in general. Yeah, just get out of, yeah, develop some soft zone. skills there. Yeah. yeah. Get yeah. out of your comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. So oh, that's good. Um, other fundraising stuff. I don't know. They're pretty good, man. A lot of well, boosters. Yeah, do a lot of booster stuff. Right, if, you like, right. if you like the story and you want to help out the community and whatnot, I, th- I think all of, a lot of the football teams, I think, do that. But, yeah. Right. If you're out there, just know that, like, when you do that kind of stuff, you're, you're help supporting to what TJ was talking about, like, those life skills that those kids learn right. and, like, all that kind of stuff. You think it's just for football and pads, and you might not agree with it, but it's all that other skills that those kids learn, like teamwork and, and soft skills and whatnot and that, that Le- you're helping Leadership support. skills, too, yeah, you know. Exactly. Yeah. All that stuff, yeah. So I think it's great. It really is. I think – I know as a, as a father of a daughter who just started playing basketball, it's it's a crazy world, like, just kids and youth sports in general. Um, but I – it's crazy how much you watch them have fun and grow and all that. It's great. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Work through literal life things. I mean, like my stepdaughter's doing volleyball right now. Very little of it has to do with volleyball. Yeah. You know, that has to do with team dynamics. No, the, it's the, what do you do when you get hurt? It's how much yeah. are you going to cry and how much are you going to try <laughs> well, to tough it up on the court? Yeah. Just adversity in general. It's funny you sure, say that, too, sure. man, because fight through adversity, a common phrase for any coach. right? Yeah. But a lot of the times that a lot of these kids – hit some real adversity as a team. Sure. Right? Because as an individual in life, you get it all the time. But as a team, comes through sports. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. how do we come together as a team to get over this, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you get a lot of life skills from playing sports, man. Well, I agree. And I you're agree. delivering that. Way to go. Hey. Nice. Forming the youth. <laughs> the youth of the nation. Yeah. <laughs> there the is. youth is in great hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. TJ, well, you are welcome back anytime. So seriously, once um, I, I am, I'm very interested to hear how this year goes for you. So come back on and uh, and we'll have a lot of fun with that conversation. We got a lot of excited folks. So good. good. Hopefully we can live up to the excitement. Yeah, we, you will. Yeah. You already are. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We're trying, man. Good. All right. Well, if you wouldn't mind closing this out today. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, this is TJ Franklin and you've been listening to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way.